some think we're funny Most people don't know We're too old for this podcast Hello everyone, this is my very good buddy, Abby Barrett And this is my very good buddy, Brendan Boogie And this is We're Too Old for This Podcast Here's the concept, two best buddies, that's Abby and myself Watch buddy movies and then compare the movie friendship to our own This week we are covering Running Scared from 1986 It stars Gregory Hines and... Billy Crystal, and I gotta, I, I gotta warn you. Like, I'm getting, I'm starting to get all these buddy comedies mixed up yep. in my head. And I kept when I was, you know, r- making notes and everything for this, I kept calling it Midnight Run instead of Running Scared, which is another buddy movie. But I kept, ca- I kept getting it mixed up. So if I get if that happens during the show, I apologize to the estate of Gregory Hines. The estate, yeah. Well, I got it confused a lot of times with um, Cool Runnings. Cool Runnings, the Jamaican bobsled movie. Yeah, because I mean, running, it's... I'm going to go ahead and say this. this is controversial. I fucking loved Cool Runnings. I don't really remember it. It's great. You should watch it again. Wait, you is it a buddy cool movie? Again. They're buddies. Yeah, maybe we'll cover it. I, I don't know. I don't know if it could qualify as a straight up buddy movie. There's certainly buddies in it. But uh, okay. but like, it's Disney, but John Candy's the coach. Okay. And it's like, it's just, it's just great. All right. <laughs> you know? Well, that's good. It's just like a fun, like family buddy movie, but it's it's terrific. All right, let's, cool let's go running. watch it right we now. Recommend... All right, see you later. See you, okay. see you folks later. Bye, listener. There... Listener. Bye, listener. There also wasn't a lot of running in this movie. There, speaking of running, there wasn't a lot of running in this movie. No, and for some the most running. part, they weren't really that scared. No, it was a, l- a little bit of a misnomer. When I when I see a movie with running in the title, I want to see some running. Yeah, I know it was a misnomer, and uh, I, you should ask for your money back. I will ask. I will. I will time travel back to 1986 and ask for my money back. One time, you you remember the movie uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon? Yes. So uh, when that came out at the theater, I forget who my buddy, my friend and I were coming up with this thing about like, oh, you saw a Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. How was the crouching? <laughs> wow. And the other one would always answer like, hey, it was good crouching, not great crouching. Not like great. You just yeah. Went, like you mediocre. Went for, you went for the crouching. For some reason, we that struck us as very funny. I may have told that before on this podcast because as longtime listeners are learning, I've got four stories. <laughs> I think I would have remembered that incredible story. But you have dementia. so That is true. I don't remember <laughs> much. Well, do you remember who I am? Because maybe it would help for us to introduce each other for people who don't know us. And maybe we don't remember each other. And this sentence is really, it's quite a labyrinth. It so is. I'm just going to end it now. <laughs> I'm wondering when it's going to end. Um, okay. I think I could probably piece a few memories together. All right. About, about who you are. Me to the folks. Introduce me to the folks. I as. will. Uh, Brendan Boogie is a filmmaker, a writer, an animator, a... Um, aficionado of bagels and mm-hmm. a game warden game, a game warden like live game no like games like dungeons and dragons and <laughs> oh, you okay. like to police when you go to somebody's house and they want to play a fun board game you get really like jerky I make about sure it they go, they go by the rules I yeah make sure they play by and the that's rules. why nobody oh, no, invites that, you anywhere that is at you have no idea how true that is <laughs> i bet it is <laughs> this is my buddy abby barrett she is a singer she is a songwriter. She is an online catfisher. 
Yes. To your fear of catfishing people online. Um, she is a Nigerian prince that has millions of dollars for you. She just needs to she need, just needs to rest it in, in her account for like a minute and then she can open up the whole yeah. million un, untold riches for you. Abby, Abby has that. Uh, you just need to get untold riches. That's all. You just got to reply and yeah. just with your bank account and your, your social and all that. Smash that reply button, people. Smash that reply button for Abby's Nigerian prince scam. Please. So let's talk about uh, Running Scared, not Midnight Run or Cool Running. So nope. let's talk about Running Scared from 1986 with one of your famous <gasps> Abby Barrett recap. Okay, this one was a doozy for real because it was not that exciting to watch, in my humble opinion. Hmm. See, I, I think I liked it. Maybe we'll talk in as, 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 we go, as we go through it. Okay. Well, Maybe we, we disagree on this one. Yeah, probably. We've done that before. Uh, we've it got- has happened. It's been known to happen. <laughs> Once or twice. So we have Ray and Danny, who are played by Gregory Hines and Billy Crystal. And I'm going to stop the listener right now. Now, there is no tap dancing in this movie. I know. By really Gregory disappointing. Huh? And I was disappointed. I know. You know? Yeah. Um, so there are the couple- he, he looked at times like, so there was no running. They weren't right. that scared. and There was no tap dance. Yeah. But he'd look at times as if maybe he was going to break into tap at some point. Sometimes. And they're like, Billy Crystal, like, he wasn't selling Crystal. <laughs> that, he wasn't he wasn't doing healing crystals he wasn't yeah he wasn't you know fucking he wasn't drinking what, crystal light yeah or like crystal Chris, light because i believe coke? in me wasn't there a crystal, crystal coke? coke or maybe it was a coke was clear? there crystal pepsi okay no pepsi clear god damn it crystal meth we don't know we'll look at it i think there was a crystal meth. okay I remember okay that. yeah i got really into that for a while <laughs> yeah that was pretty i mean it was just <laughs> it's a, that's like addictive. I know. Um, so there are these couple of like sort of semi-macho, fearless Chicago cops who run into danger pretty much at every opportunity. And they spot this drug lord named uh, Gonzalez, who's played by the always handsome Jimmy Smiths. Um, and he's delectable back- Jimmy Smith. Delectable, nice. And he's back on the streets and they try to chase him down. And they end up losing him, but arresting his low-level dealer snake, played by uh, Joe Pantaleano. I always pronounce Joey Pants, just call him Joey, Joey Pants. Pants. Okay, this and he is, was you know, in another he's movie. In we saw several of these movies. Yeah, he was in he was in Midnight Run. Right. Okay. Um, um, and he was in uh, he's you know he's been in a ton of movies. He's, yeah, he's Joey Pants. He's he, been, he was in Bad Boys. Yeah, he's been in a few of the, these buddy comedies. Yeah. So they bring Snake in, um, but as they're trying to do that, they are mugged by a couple of street hoods. Uh, you can take the cash, but we need the wallets. We want it all. Hurry! Oh, come on, let us keep the driver's licenses and the snapshots and our badges. Right, what do you think? We all wear uniforms. We all drive around in cars that say police on them. Excuse me. Look, see, I'm, I'm with you. You're under arrest. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you do or say will be used against you. You have the right to an attorney. G- give me, give me your guns, one, man. No, no, you can have the cash, but uh, we got to keep the guns. Shit! No, I don't want to be you responsible right to for guns falling into the hands of riffraff such as yourself. You have the right to the yourself. beverage of your choice in the gone. precinct coffee shop. Now, fellas, this is just me talking, but I would rather get shot with one of those piss and 22s then with my 38. Now, you're already under arrest. Don't make it any worse for yourself. Again, I'm going to shoot your ass. Pointing a gun at a police officer? Can we waste them for that? I think so. Yeah. You know, this kind of thing starts in a home. It's the educational system. No, the new math drives them nuts. Right to the streets. You ready? Yeah. Which, it's like so See, dumb. That's, see, that's the kind of witty repartee I like in an 80s buddy cop movie. You know, 
I just feel they're like so, they're getting distracted. They're so like, relaxed and cool and the devil may care. It's fun. It's fun. I just feel like they're getting distracted. Like they have this like higher level guy they need to go after. Yeah. I don't know. You know, they sh- they're they're so really they splitting shouldn't... their attention in the wrong direction. <laughs> right. So that that bothers you is that they're not efficient enough as as cops. Yeah, I mean, they got one guy in handcuffs. Now they're going to chase, and it's too cold out. <laughs> well, they're in Chicago. What are they supposed to do about that? They just go to the precinct and get some coffee, folks. Um. So been, Ray and Danny. That send- movie. Hold on a second here. <laughs> that would have. Don't rush. Don't rush this because I want you to. I want to spend a moment on the fact that you think this would have been a better movie if that didn't happen and the cops didn't chase bad guys and just went and add coffee at the precinct. Well, they already have the bad guy they need. Why don't they just take him in and and get to stay on plot? There's a whole plot that needs to unfold. And there's all these little <laughs> divergent things and it takes up time. And it was a very long movie. <laughs> it was not that long. It was like it was three average, hours and 67 minutes. It was an average minutes. length movie. It, it was, was an average length movie. Why don't you and I have witty repartee like that? Why aren't we so... Why aren't we cool like that, like like Ray and uh, Danny? Um, I think because, um, I think because of like, moments uh, like fair this enough where I can't <laughs> fair, think of anything. Fair enough. Okay, I think point well taken. Why don't we move on to? I'm the just recap. trying to prove a point here. So Ray and Danny realize that the best way to find Gonzalez is to have him come to them. So they drive his fancy car around the neighborhood, making sure that everybody sees them in this car. And they finally get a call, which is good. Yeah, that's smart, efficient use of, of of the time of their cop time, right? Yeah, but then we get to listen to the two of them talk while they're driving around. So anyway, they get a call on his car phone. Hello, hola, Julio. Tell him I said hello. Uh, Julio, we've been looking all over for you, man. Uh, uh, Donde esta? Tell him I said hello. Julio. He's very excited. Something about his car being stolen. His car was stolen? I guess so. Julio, look, you want to file a report, amigo? Eh? You didn't tell him I said hello. I tried to. He hung up on me. Oh, scamps. Right? Lovable scamps. That's what I'm saying. He pulled out one of those giant 80s car phones. Do you remember seeing those for the first time? Yes, I was going to ask you the same thing. Did did you ever have like a car phone back then or No, but like a friend of mine did and it was like it was like kind of a big deal. Like I still to this day don't really deal. understand how they work, but yeah, they could just like call Well, we have pa- cell phones, it's probably the same technology, right? Yeah, but like we weren't really using it. Like it was only in the car. Yeah. You know. But think I, about you that know, for you, a while. You, Mr. Scientist. Think about it's true. But you and I are of the age where, you know, the set, the the car phone was such a big deal. I actually had a car phone, but it wasn't a work. It wasn't a working phone. Oh. So basically, I found this um, red rotary dial phone that didn't have a dial. It just had a red button. So it was like a hotline okay. phone okay. from like a movie where you call the president in like the 60s. And I put that in my phone, in my car, and drove around with it. Just it was just a prop. And right. I would like pull it out and do do pretend phone calls. Did people actually think school. that you like it was connected? No, because it was uh, it was a, you know it was like an old rotary phone. Oh, okay. They, they would have to be morons to think that. Well, yeah, I well, guess I've had some morons in my car. We were teenagers, but it was one of my teenage bits. Was I had it's a good one. I like that. I had this like car phone that didn't work, but I would pull it out and do pretend phone calls. Yeah. 
I was lovable scamp as well back then. I bet you got laid a lot with that bit. <laughs> Woo, yeah, everyone loved te- teenage Brendan in the station wagon. Everyone mm-hmm. loved that shit. I'm sure the old ladies in the neighborhood appreciated it. <laughs> they did. That was that was where my uh, my love for, for Mrs. Robinson started. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Another old person reverence. Yes. So Bray and Danny send Snake in to find Gonzalez, and they put a wire on him, but they end up getting double-crossed, and then there's this big shootout, and they arrest Gonzalez, but they end up ruining an undercover DEA operation, as we've seen in many <laughs> movies this happens. This is, yeah, this plot, this plot is, it's amazing how they didn't even bought... Like, not just this movie in particular, yeah. but all these movies have the exact same things happen in them. It's yeah. really uncanny. Yeah, just communicate with yeah. the DEA. Right. So Captain Logan, who's played by Dan Hedaya, who, uh, as we will know, is from uh, Cheers. He played Carla's first husband, um, is not happy about it. We got Gonzalez. You had to be rescued like a couple of rookies. Maybe you need a rest. We don't need a rest. Well, I need a rest from you. I'm approving your request for vacation. No, we got too much going on. You know, it's a very bad sign when a cop thinks that Chicago will fall apart without him. You're on vacation. Effective now. We're not going. Let me tell you something. If I find you in the city, I'm going to have you arrested. If you step one foot in the station house, I'm going to have you shot. What's, so So what's your favorite? I love Dan Hedaya, first of all. Yeah, he's great. What, what, what is your favorite Dan Hedaya performance? Nick Tortelli on Cheers? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Loretta. <laughs> and yeah, he's just so good. And he's sort of like this very like overly swarthy. Um, the voice that he does is yeah. like nothing a human like, but he's so swarthy. And the way he like, like tilts his Hello, head. Hello, Carla. Has, like the yeah, one has, eyeball at you. <laughs> I know. It's so strange. That's so good, He was though. great in Cheers and he was also great. He was Nixon in the movie Dick. Oh, which is a right. great buddy movie that we should cover. We'll we'll do Dick in the future. Yeah. Uh, we'll do Dick in the future. We did. <laughs> yes, we will. <laughs> um, and of course, the dad on Clueless in Clueless. Uh, I'm gonna have to make a confession. I've never seen Clueless. You should you should see Clueless. It's pretty terrific. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it at that. But uh, but he's great in it. He's really funny in it. And and I was looking at his uh his you know he's in his 80s now, but like he's been. In like I'm gonna say close to like a thousand things or something, your movies and TV. He's just in everything all the time. Like what a career for Dan Hedaya. Yeah, what a career. Yeah, I mean he's like an interesting looking dude. He's a great, talented actor. He does drama. He does comedy. Yep. Dan Hedaya. He does dramedy. We salute. We say he does dramedy. Mm-hmm. He does. Oh my god. Nothing. I was about to. I don't know what was going to come out of my mouth. Yeah, a comma. That's what I was going to say. Oh, fucking so stupid. It's so stupid that I couldn't come up with comma. Well, I mean, you're not good at this, so I'm not good at this. I'm just not. Good <laughs> I'm just at resulting. This. I'm just resulting to insulting you. So resorting. Yeah. See, I can't even speak words. Resulting. We're having to? a tough, having a tough show so far. So let's power through okay. with more Abby Barrett recap. Well, this is the part. This is the best part of the show when I talk about the movie. So. Right. So Ray and Danny reluctantly go to Key West, Florida, and they freaking love it. Um, mm-hmm. And it's sort of this amazing montage of the most 80s, yeah. like like mid to late 80s outfits you've ever seen, like really yeah. revealing bathing suits, lots of roller like skating, half naked, uh, different girl every night. It's very confusing because, mm-hmm. I mean, they're not that attractive, you know, they're charming cops. Yeah, they're. They're in their, They're out of their element there, though. Yeah, well, that's why they like them. That's why the ladies down in Key West like them. Everyone's there to party. In you Key tell West. me why the, the ladies 80s. like them. 
it was it was it was the 80s yeah the ladies were down there to party and do coke and so when you're partying and doing coke uh, and the cocaine you know yeah, gregory gregory hines and billy crystal come over and they're charming and they're funny yeah so um yeah there you go all right so um that's they decide that's to reti- how it works abby barrett that's <laughs> did, how it works i did not know i don't know enough about life like you do yeah, I do. I know about life. Loretta! Loretta. <laughs> so they decide to retire and buy a bar, and then they get back to Chicago because they've got to like finish out their time, and they plan on um, Gonzalez being their last bust. But since they have something to lose now, they're being a little bit more careful with how they... A little more they, cautious. A little more cautious and careful and wary. Perhaps they are and, running scared. Yeah, but they're... Well, that's they're debatable. Really but yeah. They're running. They're walking... Walking cautiously, cautiously. yes. <laughs> a better title, yes. a more apt title. I don't know if better, but a more apt title is watching walking cautiously. Walking. Yeah, exactly. So they chase a naked Gonzalez out of his apartment, um, and he takes a hostage and demands their pants. Show me your pants. We can't do that. We have no choice. Maybe we can get him with a lucky shot. I can't even see him behind her. It's worth a try, though, right? As long as I keep my pants on. <laughs> He's going to do this. All right, then we let him kill us. That's what he wants anyway. There's a certain dignity in that. As long as we keep on our pants. How, what would your reaction be if you had a, I know you're concerned for the hostage, I know. But uh, what would you. I'm about the pants thing. Because, yeah, it's comedy. Um, Let me explain comedy to you. Is it? (laughs) What would your uh, reaction be if you had a naked Jimmy Smith holding you hostage? I would be like, take your time taking those pants off, fellas. We're Jimmy good. Smiths. We're, We're good, good here. Jimmy, Jimmy Smith has a certain uh, raw animal sexuality to him, doesn't he? He's a very handsome man. And he's offbeat handsome because I think if you look at him, you wouldn't necessarily be like, oh, he's classically handsome like a model. Oh, but no, he's just he got... Really? Yeah, he's, he's I think like, he's just... He's I think he's very handsome. Got a, he's charismatic. He's tall. He looks athletic. He's he's like graceful. Um, but he also but has a handsome face. Okay, all right. I think he's I think he's offbeat handsome. But who hey, who I'm is not... onbeat handsome to you? Well, if you look at like a Channing Tatum or someone like that, who's like he looks like a a, a Ken doll or something. You know what mm, I mean? Like or mm-hmm. or a Brad Pitt. Like a Brad Pitt is off. You everyone goes okay. That's a very handsome guy. Right. Like right. A, you know, or like a Denzel Washington is like very just hands, straight up handsome. Whereas Jimmy Smith's, I feel like, is like, yeah, he's handsome, but he looks a little different than just a model type. I think we're going to have to disagree on this one. Okay. You know, put well, that hey, in the, gonna... who's recording the minutes of this meeting? <laughs> I'm not going to get in the way of you and your, and your Jimmy Smith. Yeah. I, I would never do, I would Please never don't. do that. Okay. All right. Please don't. So Gonzalez kidnaps Danny's ex, which is a whole other thing. Um, and demands a trade for the cocaine, or cocaine, as people like to say, um, that the cops seized. And Ray and Danny decide it's better to not be careful, as they have been, and end up in a big shootout with bad guys. And it's very reminiscent of Die Hard. Um, and at the end, Gonzalez gets shot, and then there's debate over like who actually shot him. Good night, suckers. but I seem to have gotten him from right over there. Well, this is a real topic. This is the topic. I hit that man with every shot. You know, finally, this is just frightening. 
In other words, you have hit everybody that you've ever shot at. No, I haven't hit everybody, but I hit him. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Greg, this is just for Ah, the casual murder of an 80s cop movie. Who <laughs> do you think actually they... shot him? I think it was uh, suicide, actually. <laughs> I think. He... Oh, yeah. You know what? I think you're right. <laughs> I think Gonzalez just finally realized the life of crime was no good and turned, turned the pistol on himself. Yeah, I think he was, dip- you know, he was struggling. Yeah, he, he, well, you could tell, like, we, we spent a lot of time with Ray and Danny, but really this was a story about one man, Jimmy Smith's <laughs> descent into mental illness. Because he, you didn't say he was classically handsome. I think he's very handsome. You think, but no, think, you think yeah, he's I, ugly. I get it. Uh, he's, he's, he's offbeat handsome. You're offbeat handsome. I don't the way, so. like, Mick, Mick Jagger is, like, offbeat handsome. Mm, he's not handsome. Oh, all right. Well, the, you know, you know let's, this let's gonna... agree to date different guys. Okay. All right. Uh, we, we will we will screw different celebrities. Okay. How about that? Yeah. So that's 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 the, that's the agreement. That is the agreement. Done and done. <laughs> so that's the movie, Brendan. That is uh, Running Scared from yep. 1986. So great job with your recap, Abby. Thank you. And a w- way to keep it in your pants for Jimmy Smith. I did. Um, so the question is, who has the better friendship? Ray and Danny or Abby and Brendan? When will we find out, Abby? We will find out next, Brendan. (laughs) All right, sounds good. I've got a friend in my buddy, and my buddy's got a friend in me. This episode is brought to you by Grave B&B. Grave B&B, what is that, Abby? Well, Brendan, I'll tell you. These days, people take great care in choosing their eternal resting place. They sure do. Whether it's a cemetery lying next to loved ones or an urn on the mantle, your final destination needs to be really you. Mm-hmm. But what if eternity in the same old place gets a little boring? Grave B&B is a temporary grave rental service that allows you to temporarily rent graves in different locations. Want your body to be sent to Maui? Done. Reykjavik, Iceland? No problem. Jupiter? Maybe someday, Brendan. Maybe someday. Hold, hold on a second. So the concept of this company, Grave B&B, is that they take your body to different places, different graves? Yeah, you get to like hop around. Well, what happens to the people whose grave you're in? They're filling other people's graves. So they move, your, your body moves to one grave and their body moves to another grave. Sure. I mean, everybody's checking out all the different options. So this company basically just moves a bunch of dead bodies around. That is what it does. Yeah, it's a service. It's a, it's a service. Yeah. Right. No, I could see why a dead body would really care where it is buried. Well, where do you want to be buried, Brendan? Uh, I want my body exploded, and then every tiny little piece, I want to go to a different Taco Bell somewhere in the world. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that as Grave B&Bs expanding their services... You think they can do that for me? I think that I think maybe someday, Brandon. <laughs> maybe someday. Maybe. Or maybe we need a better sponsor. So if you're a sponsor out there, and you don't move dead bodies around, although I guess we shouldn't really be be too picky here. No. Please contact us. Please contact us. We need your help. Welcome back to We're Too Old for This Podcast. My name is Abby Barrett. And I am Brendan Boogie. Whoa. That was... We were supposed to sing. So the weirdest thing, right before we started the show, this song popped into my head about you. Yeah. And I think it's from a childhood song. 
and I want to sing it to you because I don't know if it's something that everybody had or if it was just like my one neighborhood. <laughs> oh, interesting. So it, so this is how the song goes with your name in it. Okay. It's Abby Barrett, Abby Barrett, Abby Barrett with a goo goo googly eyes. <gasps> so so it so. The original name was Carl Yastrzemski, the baseball player. Oh, really? <laughs> it was Carl Yastrzemski with the Google googly eyes. But I don't know if that was just like something that like one friend or someone came up with or if that's a thing. I don't know. I've never heard that. I've never heard that? Okay. No. All I right. mean, maybe that's a Massachusetts thing, though. Maybe. So if you ever heard of that, Carl Yastrzemski with the Google googly eyes, uh, please tag us at We're Too Old Pod um, on all the social things because I don't you know. It literally just, I start when I knew I was going to talk to you in the podcast like that song just jumped into my head i start saying abby bear with the gook gook googly eyes which is too bad because i do have googly eyes for eyeballs your eyes are very googly yeah. you, you put you you put them in front of your glasses though which is weird yeah that is these weird, giant but... googly eyes you can't see a thing you do all you're driving you're a real hazard on the road yeah but you know fuck those people on the road it's fuck my way or the everybody. highway <laughs> it's literally the literally highway. literally so this is a section of the show where we talk about uh, Danny and Ray's friendship and how it compares to our friendship. Yes. So maybe it would help for people who don't know how it is that we met. I can tell you about that. Mm-hmm. Um, a Please lot of people do. don't know this, but um, we actually met on a dare. We met on a dare. Yeah. One of our friends dared us to meet. And we were both like, no, we're not going to do it. But then that person double dared us. <laughs> right. And so like, you know, by law, we were obligated of to course. meet and it didn't yeah. go well it went awful no, of course not yeah it, and as it i recall terrible yeah oh yeah remember you lunged at me mm-hmm. yeah there were there was sword play involved from yeah what i remember do you remember what yeah, you yeah. shouted uh i it was the latin i forget what it is now but it's like death to infidels what john wilkes booth wilkes booth yelled when he shot that, lincoln that I is exactly what you yelled sick temper tyrannus right is that it sick temper tyrannus well and what's funny is that you actually yelled it as you just said it just now, you were like, I don't know what that thing is called, but John Wilkes Booth said it. I think it's called Death to... And I was like, wow, this is the longest way for somebody <laughs> it's to... It's a long lunch. Yeah, it was a lot, but... Uh... This is a very long lunch. And then you were like, hey, you want to do a podcast? Then, well, before that, we, you know, the del- we would del- then we went on the show Double Dare. That's true. Yep. <laughs> right. We and we slimed. got all slimed and all yep. that. And then we were then we were fast friends, mm-hmm. which which is, you know, a lesson that Double Dare brings people together. It doesn't tear people apart the way you think that Mark Summers is, is evil. But no, Mark Summers mm-hmm. is a great unifier. Yeah, he was great. And the slime helps to unify things. Literally. Yeah, slime it, always it helps to unify things. Pushes people together and sticks them together. Abby's doing a hand gesture right now about what slime does. They Again, know what not, I'm doing. Not, they not know. remembering that this is an audio they can, they can medium. They can sense the hand gestures. Mm-hmm. So we always ask this question, and we should now because, you know, we're pretty committed to this bit. Which one of us is the Ray and which one of us is the Danny? And if you remember, Ray was... Um, Ray was, uh, what's his name? Tap dancing. Gregory guy. Hines. Gregory Hines. Yes, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Tap dancing. Gre- Ray was Gregory Hines, and Danny was, uh, what's his name? Uh, Billy uh, funny, Crystal Meth. Funny. B- Billy Crystal Meth yeah. guy. Yes, exactly. So, which one of us is a Ray, and which one of us is a Danny? What do you think? I think that I am the Ray. You're the Ray, so because that would be the tap tap dancing yes. tap dancing Danny. Uh, no, Ray. Oh my God! <laughs> Jesus, get your shit together, man. 
I'm a mess. You really are. There's like their tears. You've soiled I can't yourself. Say, I can't. I've soiled myself. I can't complete basic sentences. You need sentences. to do like warm-ups before you do this podcast. I should do. Look I'm at sure. me over here. I'm a fucking pro. That's true. Every, this, everything, that's the one word to describe you as professional. Doing hand gestures that no one can see. That's great. Yeah. So why um, are you the Ray, Abby, with the goo-goo-googly well, eyes? I think that I probably could tap dance better than you. But more importantly... Mm-hmm. I don't There's, think that's true at all, by the way. I think you would be more likely to have an ex-wife that you mm-hmm. ignore and let her get kidnapped mm-hmm. and then have wow. to go get her back, basically. Wow. So you're, you're taking that one little thing. Yeah, that's what I'm going my with. Character and like, on- I mean, honestly, I would rather be in Key West and running a bar. Oh, wait, right, no, Danny right. wants to run the bar. Oh, shit, fuck. See, this is where I get mixed up. So professional. I don't know. So I just, I got the Gregory Hines vibes. You're right. Yeah, I think, I think, I would say, I think I mean, they're kind of similar. Gregory, you have a Gregory Hines, Hinesness to you. And I've always I said do. that. I've your always highness. felt like you, I've always felt like you, your Hinesness. <laughs> it's like, you know who Abby, Abby reminds me of is Gregory Hines. That is who Abby reminds me of. Yeah. And I think Billy Crystal, I think, yeah, I think I would have to be the Danny as well. So one time, you know, speaking of Billy Crystal, I read this uh, thing on the internet, which I I don't make the policy of reading anything on the internet. It's not something I often do. Yeah. But somebody wrote the headline, comedy has a white male problem. Right. right. And then when you opened the article, it was the problem. No, the no, the white male, Billy Crystal. The problem, he's too funny. Save some funny for the rest of us, Billy. So the idea of it was people wouldn't read the article, they would just read the headline and all the comments were were, were just reacting to the headline. Oh, that's really funny. And so it was just really funny to yeah. me that like the entire article was just like the 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 white man, Billy Crystal. <laughs> he's <laughs> too funny. He's too funny. Save some funny for the rest of us, Billy. And so if anyone had opened it, they laugh but but most you know most all people, the comments were yeah people just don't just like talking it. about all this yeah they were just responding to the headline which was funny i thought it was funny you'd be more likely to be on the car phone too like making weird like he does like all those funny voices and he does i do i do more voices than you mm-hmm. yeah i do more voices for you than you do i hear yeah. more no, voices bit... than you but you do more you voices. do you yeah. do hear voices yeah so the title of this movie, although it, it maybe is not the most apt title, is Running Scared. So the idea is is that they were fearless, and then all of a sudden they have something to lose, and then they're scared again. And they're scared of dying, which, which you know, you would think with all the bullets flying around, they, they would be scared of dying. Yeah. So it, it, it got me thinking about death, because this is a comedy Sh- podcast. Sure, yeah, let's do it. How, on a scale of one to ten, how scared of death would you say that you are? I think I'm, like, fairly scared. I think I'm a healthy scared of it i don't think it like put a number on it for wait, me um i would say i would say like a six or seven okay so average to higher to to high average well i don't i don't know what the average is average would be five five out of ten i know but like average. are really people i feel like people are more likely to be scared of death than not like we we should have but then that some would people. be the average then that would be the yeah, average. i don't think you know how math works oh my god abby so anyway, tell me what, what what is what is it? So how does that play out in your life? I think I don't think about it too much, but I'm not, and I don't like not do things. Like you know, I'm still gonna like live my life, but yeah, certainly right. it. It's not something that I don't. I think I think a lot about death in terms of what will I have accomplished or can show for myself 
when right. it's time to go. I think that's probably the main way I think about death. Yeah, me too. I mean, I, yeah, but in that way, I think you're more thinking about life. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Like, like how, how much can I fit into my life? Like, that's sort of how I, when death comes into my thoughts, it's all about how much can I fit into my life right. that I want to do. Yeah. Right. Versus the actual fear of death. Oh, yeah. Like the, the moment where, yeah. Yeah. Which I don't, I think I'm below average on that but to, to the point where I go, and I'm not like brave or anything. I, I just, I honestly don't understand a strong will to live. Well, I don't understand strong will to depression. live. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I know, I know. But the but like to the point where I'll watch a movie. You know, I think I you know I watch zombie movies, for instance. Yes. And I don't get it. Oh yeah, you've why mentioned would this you, before. Yeah. yeah. Oh, have I? Yeah. Like, why would you keep trying to live when everything's awful all the time? Like, death would be so much better. I don't. Right? I, I I think with zombies though, like it's one of those things. It's like, well, you are still alive, so try to like enjoy what's left you don't have to no one's enjoying anything is my but i'm saying you could you could just like what would i do that's enjoyable in the zombie apocalypse you could like go to do your like the fast food thing that you like with your friend if he's not a zombie still like you guys could go to hit all the the places so just 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 so i'm clear yeah in this in this post-apocalyptic world fast food joints are still operational (laughs) Yeah, well, they're they're unmanned. It's like free food, and that food doesn't expire. <laughs> so, so I gotta go in and cook it myself. You don't have to cook anything. They're barely cooked. It is, you know, you just go grab the burger. They're probably still warm on the hot plate. So the hot plate is. Go- How long is the hot plate? I'm going sorry, in I, your I don't mind? understand why the 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 heat temperature of the the McDonald's burger is what's throwing you off, and not the like oh, zombies has chasing to, trying to eat your brains. No, it's just someone has to cook it for, or like either me or someone. Well, has maybe to cook the zombies it. are cooking it. Okay, so in, that's what I'm asking. In your it, world, the zombies are working the drive-through. Well, some of them, if they want to get ahead in life. You're such a zombie capitalist, Barrett. You know what? Like, it's called the American dream. Look it up, fuckers. Amer- <laughs> American zombie dream. <laughs> what are you? What would you say your biggest fear? What like? What are you most scared of? Um, scared. like scared of like what's gonna kill me or just scared scared uh whatever um i mean i don't i'm playing along with the running scared theme running. what would, what would run i run from okay of? okay i mean yeah what would you run there's a lot of insects i just don't care for mm-hmm. insects 99 percent of insects i'm all set with interesting because um, you love you love nature i do and i don't i don't want to kill them i just don't want to be near them hmm interesting and you know, like I w- would be scared of. Um, I'm. I don't really love flying. Flying is a little scary right. for me. Um, yeah. I don't like large groups of people because mobs scare me. And that shit, mobs. Yeah, like shit can turn like into angry mobs. Yeah, or like stampedes, or you know. Oh, I got you. I got you. You know, like any you sort of any like, gathering of too many this... humans is like instantly yeah. a terrible idea. You're waiting for like s- something to go wrong. Yeah, definitely. Like a Wood- Woodstock '99 situation. Exactly. Yeah. What about you? I, th- you know, it's like it- it's weird to think about it because I think nature, <laughs> in a lot of ways, like I, I, I have like I don't fear. I, I don't like think of death as in dying, but I think of physical discomfort. Maybe is the thing that I, I run from the most. So I don't like heights. If, you know, and my body just has this reaction to height. Yeah. But if heights. I'm around. If I'm around animals that aren't like 
dogs or something mm-hmm. like i get very nervous even around like a horse or something like oh, that oh interesting and i th- and i think it's like it's just a weird energy i get it's the unpredictability i f- i feel like i can sort of i it's it's the lack of control probably mm. because i feel like with people i think we're the opposite i think with people i can always have some kind of reason with them because they understand me. Yeah. If they speak the same language. Whereas horses don't speak English as far as I know. Well, so Mr. Ed did, just, but yeah, okay. Mr. Ed, but that's that's one, Abby. Right. And then the, the horse from uh, Hot to Trot, the Bobcat Goldthwait movie where we oh talking God. horse. <laughs> Funny a- Bobcat Goldthwait story is like he was, you know, his kids were making fun of his career or whatever. He's like, hey, that talking horse movie paid for your fucking pool. <laughs> Sauce. I love that guy. Oh, he's hilarious. Yeah, he's, he's hilarious. Really but like, yeah, I think nature and animals and anything sort of, um, you know, anything I can't reason with or pay off. See, I think if I if if death found me, like if it like a big cat killed me someday, like I just walked in a lion got me, that would be yeah. like kind of awesome. Sweet. Yeah. No, yeah. You, you've talked before about the big big cat yeah. wanting that want you wanting to be killed by a big cat. Yeah. I don't want to be. It's not like no, oh, no. There's one out. There's one outside the door right now. I'm gonna, oh my I'm gonna, god! I'm gonna, I'm gonna let him in after the podcast is over. So I'm just saying, stretch is what I'm saying. Oh if you want to live these your last moments of life, <laughs> I hope that thing likes gamey meat. I'm all tendons. <laughs> I'm all sinews. Mm-hmm. Another thing that Ray and Danny do is they retire to. They want to open a bar upon retirement. Right. And you you have worked in many bars. Um, over your life and played music in many bars is opening your own bar something that's appealing to you yes i would love that what 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 do you think would what would your bar be like 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 what what are the things you would definitely have make sure the bar was what was you know the would you have a theme or would you have certain elements of the bar i mean i think like like having live music would be the thing um and um obviously only country music New country, right. yeah. none of that old country, country shit. Yeah, not no, not you know. You don't want to listen to Joe, you know Willie Nelson. No, or, no, God, I just whatever like those Dolly Parton. Those kids are that like they don't even play the, the they just like sing along to the track. Yeah, those kids are awesome. Those guys in the so so the the kind of basically hip hop for people who are scared of black people. Yes, the, exactly. That kind of country that would be yeah, my okay. bar. Yep. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, for real. I if I had a bar, it would be live music and. I mean, I love bar food, so it's not going to be fancy and yeah, a um, pub type place and not pretentious. Yeah, yeah. I think I would like you know because I I've spent you know I'm Irish and I've spent many of my you know younger days in an Irish pub and I'm very comfortable in a pub environment. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I like a low key pub environment. But here's what I would do is because I don't drink anymore, and for the non drinkers, I want the non drinkers there too. So so you know so I would have a a little corner that's like the ice cream man. So mm. not ice cream, not ice cream as in uh, soft serve or as in scoop, but the kind you get from the ice cream man. So like you have a window oh. and you walk up and it's like so you get a bomb pop or like a Pac Man bar or whatever they're making. Yeah, now. yeah. Like the ones. That, so like so if you're not drinking, it's like boom, you get you get your ice cream. You, you should know. do snow cones and then they can get like non alcoholic flavors. There you go. Yeah, but yep. I want it to be like the ice cream man where there's a window you where you walk up and the person there is in an ice cream man outfit and they, you know, you go, "I want a strawberry shortcake. I want a toasted almond." Boom, you got it. Well, not if they don't say please. No, they can't say please. That's the rule of the bar. I want it's, this and I want that. It's all rude people. That's, That's the important <laughs> thing. Excellent. 
there is a they go on a vacation spot they go down to key west have you been to key west or any places like key west before i mean i've been to florida before but not key west have you been to kind of like a place that's sort of like oh this is a vacation spot oh yeah definitely i've been to like resorty places yeah do you find it as idyllic as ray and danny did i don't i don't want to go to a place where like Women are wearing those like crazy obnoxious bathing suits and roller skating. And like, it just seemed like mm-hmm. a lot. Like, it was too many people there. I think of like vacation, I would like fewer people. Yeah, I find those places really obnoxious. Um, the touristy yep. vacation places. And like, uh, I don't think I've ever been to Key West, but I, you know, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, like a similar, like that is a mm-hmm. big vacation spot. And I, I, I went there for my, um, my brother's bachelor party. Uh, and, like they kind of went on a golf, you know, they went there for the golf, but we okay. went out to sort of like, um, you know, out to the bars and, and all that. And just the people were so awful yeah. that like everywhere we went and, you know, you know, uh, and it was all chain places and all yeah. that. So we ended up going into Dick's Last Resort, oh, which no. is the place where they all insult you. Yeah. And like, that's the joke is they make fun of you. And then when we got in there you know she, she was like oh how and i was like you you you've actually been the nicest to us oh, really any, anyone in rural <laughs> beach yeah because they actually sat and talked to us and like we're actually kind of you could tell they were doing the insults as a joke whereas everybody else was just, fucking just being rude. an asshole yeah yeah it's exactly. like the jersey shore of right you know exactly yeah, yeah those places stay, i mean i think some places, places do it nicely but yeah if it's a resorty like it's just meant to sort of maximize drinking and it's like maximizing yeah. drinking and bullshit. Right. And all the fucking people. Yeah. The people all are the, the worst. People. people are the worst yep. with the goo goo googly eyes. I I don't I don't really have googly eyes. <laughs> In that song everyone has googly eyes. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, it's weird cuz they're like we'll go to Key West and then um I don't know. They seem to like switch their partnership. It's like first they're like cop partners and then they're right. like, well, now we'll just be, you know, partners and open a bar. In a bar. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, that's really weird. And then I found this like random quiz online about partnerships. Oh, interesting. A quiz. It, yeah. And I was that thinking. You found online. Yeah. About partnerships. And and I was mm-hmm. thinking, you know, like we have a partnership with this podcast. We do. And stuff. We sure do. So I don't know. This could be a, a great good... partnership. Some might say. Some might say. Not me, but some might say. <laughs> Um, do you want to take this quiz? I do, and I'm going to ignore that hurtful comment. I am so sorry. I just, you know, I've had a day. I've had a day. <laughs> Abby's had a day. I've had a day, people. Um, okay, so question number one. This is multiple choice. If we owned a bar in Florida, which name would be best for our bar? A, palm trees and potatoes. B, daiquiris where dreams go to die. C, sad place. Or D, Barrett's Bar and Boogeria. Barrett's Bar and Boogeria. Mm-hmm. It's like so a dance me, hall. It's between, yeah, it's between Sad Place and Barrett's Bar <laughs> okay. and Boogeria. I got to go with Sad Place because yeah. if I walked, <laughs> like, if you walk by a bar that just said Sad Place outside <laughs> and then you walk in and it's true, everyone's sad, oh my God, that would be so terrific. <laughs> but would you stay and actually drink there? Or would you just, yeah, oh yeah. Okay. No, I would go in and I would, I, I like being around sad people. Okay. Oh, well, that's pretty. You'll fit right in. <laughs> It fit right in. All right. Question number two. What would our bar's gimmick most likely be? A, patrons have to flash their IDs, but also their sexy ankles. B, whenever someone plays muskrat love on the jukebox, you and I jump up on the bar together and bite the first person who tries to pull us down. 
<laughs> or, or C, when we give patrons the bill, it includes a free assessment of what we think is wrong with them psychologically. Oh, I think that third one would be excellent, where the, you get you get a full mental health evaluation. Yeah. You know, several, you know, twelve to fifteen pages, and it's not nice. This, it's not. It's honest. Yeah. It's honest. It's honest. But it's not kind. No, we we don't we don't spare. You know, we don't spare the rod. We don't have know, time. We've got speaking. other patrons. We don't have time. You know, and if and if you want, you know, what's the point of coming to a bar if you don't want an in depth psychological yeah. truthful examination? Don't come to Sad Place if you don't want to. You know. Get the in, the four one one on your mental health. Exactly. Um, that's that's the that's that's the slogan. <laughs> don't come to sad place. Is it slogan? Don't. Well, just don't no. Come here. And, and, yeah, just don't come to sad place. Just don't. Please stay away. <laughs> We're very Man. sad. I'm starting to think this is actually a good idea, and if I get an inheritance, like I think we're doing this, okay. we're we're, op- we're opening sad place I like in it. Key West. I'll be there. Another, and then we, and then when. If when it it's successful and we expand, we'll call the next one another sad another place. Sad. <laughs> oh, can the third one be too sad place? <laughs> but T O O, not T W O. T O O sad place. <laughs> too sad place. Okay, if we ran a bar together, who would do a better job as the face of the establishment? A me because I have the face of an angel and the body of a centaur. <laughs> <laughs> B, you you because you look exactly like the Italian chef on those pizza boxes. So it, it's familiar <laughs> and it's comforting. You know? It's true. It's true. I'm like a cartoon Italian yeah. chef. Or neither of us, we would need to outsource that position to someone more likable, like L. Ron Hubbard. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I'm going off the board, and yeah. I'm saying we, we pool all of our money, and we, the face we put on is Jimmy Smith's. Oh, the yeah. perfectly symmetrical, model-like face of Jimmy Smith's. Yes, please. Okay. I'm, I support yeah. that. Which other partnership would we most excel at if we, you know, got out of the bar business? A, running an off-track and field betting establishment. Yes, we bet on high school track and field games. B, <laughs> jingle writing for injury law firms. C, Uber ride share, but it's just us giving each other rides. Or D, <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> um, I'm going with, uh, what, what was the second one again? second one was jingle writing for an injury law firm. I'm going with that one because yeah. let's face it, no one can write the you know as as those of you who have been listening to this, this podcast know all those little interstitial music things that Abby writes and uh, and uh, the one coming up here for Bud plugs after this yes that's you know yours, we're yep. ju- it's we're just we're just too good at this we're just too good at jingles and that we're that we're writing instead of doing actual buddy puns we maybe we should make some fucking money off yeah of we probably should yeah but we won't no all right final question you ready. Yes. Who would be more likely to stab the other person in the back in the ultimate betrayal of a partnership? A, me because from day one I've been jealous of your massive penis. <laughs> B, me because I want the royalties from this podcast all to myself. Mm-hmm. C, you because you know all my knives have corks on them so I can't stab anyone. Mm-hmm. Or D, both of us because we would stab each other in the backs at the same time in a final embrace. And our last words would be, is that a knife in your back or are you just happy to see me? And we would laugh and then we would die. <laughs> that one's so poetic, Abby. I, I know. I was going to try to yes and, but that's so goddamn poetic. It's pretty good. You and I dying, you know, in a Shakespearean way. Yeah. I, th- I, think, I think you have foretold our death. Okay. And I'm not scared of this death. Good, me neither. You and I shall Let's do it right embrace... Now. And knife each other in the back and laugh and then die. And die. It's the best way to go. I can't think of a better way to go. Perfect. So we're in agreement. I would do it right, I, I would do it right now, except 
we have to do the final verdict. Oh, who has right. a better friendship, Ray and Danny or Abby and Brendan? We have to do that next. Okay. I mean, we can't stab each other in the back. We have to do it next. Okay, but then let's do stabbing afterward. All right, stabbing after, but okay. verdict next, then stabbing. Okay, perfect. It's Bud Plugs, where Abby and I plug our shit. Saturday, May 6th, Abby Barrett and her erstwhile band are playing at Vincent's in Worcester, Massachusetts. If you haven't been to Worcester, you should really go. This is a perfect opportunity to go to see Scenic Worcester. That is May 6th, Saturday night. Abby Barrett and her band. Go to abbybarrett.com for more details. Uh, check out my substack at brendanboogie.substack.com. It's got lots of my comedy writing. You can subscribe and like and shell a friend and it's lots of laughs and there's paid and there's free and you'll like it it's funny you like it you like me i like you we all like each other and this has been bud plugs if you were in a movie who would play your buddy double welcome back again to we're too old for this podcast my name is abby barrett and i'm jimmy smith that's right it is me i am here with my latin flavor and you are perfectly handsome I am perfectly symmetrical and handsome in every way. Yes. Not offbeat in any way nope. at all. Just handsome. So now, just handsome. Just unqualified handsome, no asterisk. Yes, correct. Well, when people talk about my handsomeness, do you think they say, oh, he's... I, I assume they don't say I'm... I am. I mean, I, I feel like I'm handsome enough, but people don't say like, oh, he's like model handsome, right? That's People don't... <laughs> do people don't say that about either of us. A- Abby, do people go around and say Brendan's model handsome? I've only heard it like once or twice. <laughs> and those people were a little drunk, but, but I, uh, No, I assume people say I'm cute and cherubic. I assume that's what I get. It's sort of uh, kind of cuddly handsome, I think is what I get. I think you get grizzly He's grizzly, grizzly handsome. You think I'm grizzled? Well, you got a beard now. You got to, you know. I would love to be grizzled. I think they're talking about like, like the grizzle from like a meat pan though. <laughs> yeah, oh no, I definitely, I, I'm definitely got, I've definitely got meat grizzle all over my face. Yeah, yeah you're got all a sheen to it. Yeah, yeah. So like, I don't know. Uh, yeah. So I, 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 so what I'm saying is, it's not an insult to be offbeat handsome because I feel like. Oh I'm no, it's not an handsome. insult. Yeah. No, no, I, I, would, yeah. I would never. I would never insult Jimmy Smith. People who, who are like me. super attractive, like, like classically, then it's like eh, they're kind of boring. Oh, okay. You know. So he's in, see that's maybe that's my point. He's interesting yeah. looking. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. So, do you prefer uh, an L.A. Law Jimmy Smiths, an NYPD Blue Jimmy Smiths, mm. or a West Wing Jimmy Smiths? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I think. No, I think I'm like more Jimmy Smiths. Like, uh, you know, I like drug dealing Jimmy Smiths. I'm just gonna say, eighties Jimmy Smiths, eighties drug, drug dealing. dealing. You're just, Bad boy. If you're dealing Jimmy drugs Smiths. and you're Jimmy Smiths, I'm all in. <laughs> all right. Good to know. We yep. learned a lot about Abby. We 80s sure drug did. dealing Jimmy, Jimmy I Smiths. I learned a lot about myself. So we've spent a lot of time on Jimmy Smiths this we sure <laughs> episode. Have. We keep going. We keep going on Jimmy One more Jimmy Smiths thing. Yes. So there was this movie that came out called Switch. Uh, it wasn't much of a great movie, but it had uh, Ellen Barkin and the idea she had a man jump into her body. Oh, I remember this movie. Do you remember that movie? Well, and Ellen Blake Barkin Edwards is great. Directed it. Yeah, she was she was funny in it, but it wasn't like a terrific movie. But like I remember the commercials for whatever reason, they they had I was probably contractually obligated to mention Jimmy Smith's because he was like the second one in the movie. Yeah. But every time in the commercial it was like Blake Edwards switch. 
Jimmy Smith's. So they would just say the title and then Jimmy Smith's. That's so weird. And it was so weird that for me for a long time, I would just call him Switch Jimmy Smith's. <laughs> Switch Jimmy shit. I don't know. Second Jimmy Smith story. I Was I there? My friend and I, I think I was there or maybe... I was, or maybe I didn't see him, but I was at Bed Bath and Beyond in Los Angeles. Jimmy Smith was <gasps> buying, buying, a, buying a toilet brush. But I was there with my friend, and I. It was one of those things. It was twenty years ago. I don't remember if I saw him or if my friend goes, "Hey, Jimmy Smith was just over there buying a toilet brush." Yeah. But it was a Jimmy Smith's non-sighting, and he listens. My friend Jeremy listens to this show, so I know I can't take credit for his story. But we were both there, and he definitely goes, "Is that Jimmy Smith's uh, buying buying a toilet brush?" And I think I saw him. I'm pretty sure I saw him. Did, were you like, oh my God, stars, they're just like us. They clean their they're toilets. They're just like us. But yeah, exactly. You're just like buying a toilet yeah. brush. Good for him. <laughs> you know, see? Just see Jimmy Smith's like at Bed Bath & Beyond He's buying He's cleaning a his own brush. toilet. Why wouldn't he? Well, because celebrities sometimes don't do that. Yeah, well, you know, things get messy. You, you just clean the toilet. You need a toilet Oh, you brush. think he had like his ass exploded I think or he had. I think he had, he had frequent diarrhea. <laughs> yeah, that, I did hear that about yeah. him. Yeah, right. One exactly. of his other appealing qualities. <laughs> right. So we could keep talking Jimmy Smith's or we could get to the verdict. We've stalled it enough. Let's get down to okay. it. Enough Jimmy Smith stock. Enough Jimmy Smith stock. As, as, as amazed I, as I am to hear myself say that, yeah. enough Jimmy Smith stock. All right. What do you think? Do you want to go first or shall I go I first? I think you should go first this time. I've just My brain is so much on Jimmy Smith that I got to switch gears here. And I'm going to go ahead and say that I think that Ray and Danny have a slightly better uh, better friendship than we do. Why? And I, th- I, well, you know, to me, you know, uh, these buddy comedies are very similar in a lot of ways. The plots are the same, but I think I liked this movie. And I think what I, uh, what I like about it is their performances. I think I bought them. I, I think they're both good in it. I think both Billy Crystal and Gregory Hines are good in it. So I bought them yes. as really good friends that have been friends for a really long time and are going like they're, you know, even though there's a relationship with the ex and all that, there's no doubt that Ray and Danny will be together forever. Like they're they're planning their retirement. And if it's not the bar, it'll be something else. They're partners for life. Yep. Whereas you and I are torn apart by, you know, you'd walk out the door. Jimmy Smith once has says, hey, you want to do a podcast with me? You would go out the door so quickly. I wouldn't even. Your pants would be like, you'd go. You're, you'd be up a cloud of smoke with yeah. just your pants still standing. Still standing and then they would how, eventually drop. <laughs> eventually yeah. drop. And that's how quickly you would leave me. Whereas I don't think Ray and Danny would. And I, so I think they have a, I think it's close, but I think they have a slightly better uh, friendship than Abby and Brendan. Your thoughts, Abigail? I mean, I hate to say this, but I agree with you. I think mm-hmm. that they are partners for life. The fact yes. that they can like, they're like, we're cops. And now we're going to be, we're going to own a bar. Like, it's like, they know that they're going to do everything together. There's not even like a discussion really about it. You know, like there's a discussion that like Gregory Hines doesn't like necessarily want to own a bar, but it's never like. I don't want to hang out with you. Yeah. It's like they're making the decision together. Like, like Billy Crystal is not going to run that bar by himself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're married. Yeah. Yeah. So they're basically married to each other. Yeah. And And I guess that's a good friendship. It is a good friendship. Yeah, it's better and than I, ours. And I like this movie. I did way better than ours. Jesus Christ! I didn't like. I thought their performances were great. I just like th- thought the movie was just kind of like long. And I, I guess I thought they had great chemistry together, but I, I don't think the dialogue matched the chemistry. I like the dialogue and I like the chemistry. I thought the plot and the story stuff wasn't was just rote. You oh know, yeah, it's the definitely. same thing we've seen a million times. But I just like watching them together, and I thought they were they seemed to be having fun with the performance and yes. like that drew me in. I found it charming. I found them both charming in it. 
Not anyway, as charming so as Jimmy of, Smith's, though. Not as char- nothing as charming as Jimmy Smith's. No. It all comes back to Jimmy Smith's. Sure but other than Jimmy Smith's, so we've learned two things. Jimmy Smith's is is everything. He is he is our shepherd. We shall not want exactly. And also, we agree on this week's we episode do. on the verdict. They have a slightly better friendship on in Running Scared than Abby and I do. And it's even though, you know, they have better friendship, we can agree, and that's great and wonderful, and you have googly eyes. Those are my eyes. Those are your eyes. Mm-hmm. eyes. Those are your classic eye sounds. Classic googly eye sound effects. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bring a lot to this podcast. You bring so much to the podcast. <laughs> but we are left once again with a question. Yes. What if we were Ray and Danny? <laughs> Baron and Boogie reenact a scene from a motion picture, but change the words a little bit. I'm not giving him my pants. Maybe we can get a lucky shot? Come on, Brendan. He's got a hostage. <sighs> Fine. Hit the music. What? I can't take off my pants without music. So hit it. Do I look like a DJ to you? I'm not taking my pants off without music. I don't have any music. Can somebody hit my music? Where is that coming from? Let me concentrate. This is a life or death situation. Why are you gyrating your hips like that? Um, if there's an easier way to take your pants off, I'm all ears. There is. Just take them off. Where's the showmanship in that? I gotta tease them first. Are you wearing pasties? Yeah, they're required by Illinois law. It's a little puritanical if you ask me, but hey, rules are rules. Will you hurry up? This is a hostage situation. Okay, okay. All right. Just one more twerk and a plie and done. He's getting away. Let's go. Why aren't you running? Abby, would it kill you to put a dollar in my G-string? Yes, it would. It would actually kill me. Well, I'm not chasing him until you do. Ugh, fine. Ugh, it's so oily. Don't body shame me. Hey, buddies. If you like what you hear, please follow us at We're Too Old Pod on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, Friendster. I think our GeoCities is probably still up and running. If you have an idea for a movie you'd like us to talk about, or if you're a sponsor that wants to offer us some of that sweet, sweet podcast money, email us at we'retooldpod at gmail.com or just look out the window because Abby and I are out there. We're watching you right now. And don't forget to like and subscribe. Thanks, buddies. <laughs>